Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hop, Body Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nisty Delaney, so what? Yes, I'm Elchester Odyssey, we're looking at the 2nd of October 1982 issue of Royal the Rovers, focusing of course on the Royal the Rovers story, which, which features on the cover this week, it's a nice looking cover picture there, uh, but it gives away a fucking huge spoiler as to what's going to happen. Yeah. That's a massive spoiler, especially because of the way things had been going. Yeah. I mean, shall we tell them what it is? Yeah, we might as well. Fuck it. It's Kenny Logan, of course, who's been struggling and he's been um, sent out to play in the reserves uh, to try and get his form back. And he's heading the ball past the keeper uh, with a big smile on his face. And it just says at the top, Kenny's hat trick. Yeah, which is a bit... They didn't need to do this. They could have just said Kenny... Hits the net or something like that, or like Kenny's, Kenny, yeah, something Kenny a little bit back, a yeah. bit more enigmatic, a bit Kenny more ambiguous. Yeah, something with a question's good. I mean, I I'd always go for something that you have to buy the publication in order mm. to have the answer revealed. Mm. You have What's to know. Going on here? Whereas if I'm a kid and I'm like, yeah, shall I get Roy the Rose this week or? Shall I save my pocket money for extra penny chews? Right, for example. <laughs> it's a whole maybe, 18 pence. I don't want to spend all of that I could for my get budget. 18, I could get 18 penny chews, or I could get Wizard and Chips this week. And then I see, well, but it might be, I, I was quite wanting to know what happened because there was mm. some question marks over team selection mm. in this new season. And I go, oh, Kenny's at it. Oh, well, I know now. Did you used to get the ten pence mix-up? Where you go on what, the shop, you get a bag and you, yeah, they, they I did get a used to bag get that sometimes. and you yeah. tell them what you want. I'll have two cola bottles, I'll yeah. have a strawberry heart, I'll have yeah. a, a drumstick lolly, the yeah. licorice, and all of that, and and they and just. Also, but, but you know what else they did? I'm pretty sure in Hardin's, which was the local sweet shop to my school, I think they did Fags. a. I think they did. Yeah, well, they, they did. No, that was at secondary. They did singles. <laughs> But they no, I think they did a mix-up bag that was a lucky dip that they'd oh, assembled themselves. No. They'd assembled themselves. I seem to remember they stapled. They'd fold the bag over and staple yeah. it, so and then you'd pay your money, and you'd just take the bag Fuck that. and hope for the best that it had some of your favourites in there. But um, 
can't really think of anything I would have been desperate not to have had because I was well, like any sweets I would have been happy with. If they put any licorice, any licorice based goods in there, I wouldn't have been happy. Oh, but, I fucking uh, love licorice, mate! I still love it now. Jesus, I can't, it's the sort of thing I can't allow in the house because if there was any like Bertie Bassett's in the house now, I'd fucking scuff the lot of the cats. Yeah, two white mice, please. <laughs> yeah, you'd, uh, what you'd, else do I like? I, I mean, really, I like wanted. going for the old, um, you know, the the things you get in uh, quarters. You know, can I have boil, a quarter like, of pineapple sweets. chunks? Yeah, sarsaparilla tablets, please. Army and Navy, they were anise. I I loved anything anise. I like anise twists. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but you, you could, just get a ten pence mix up, and you tell them what you wanted, and they just have all the different things behind the counter in the plastic tubs that they came in, and oh, they just yeah. use their fucking fingers and get them out. Put yeah, them of course in the bag they did. Ah, well, handling fucking coins all day long. There was a, there was a woman with like different yellow times. tobacco, an old woman with yellow tobacco stained yeah. fingertips. Yeah, they'd almost God. gone brown from the tobacco, yeah. and then Picking you'd eat your sweet, and you. it would taste a bit of fags. And that was probably on purpose. It was like, smear the sweets in the taste of nicotine and tobacco. Because yeah. that way, these kids will graduate onto fags, where the profit a gateway, margins are a lot it? fucking higher. Gateway to fags. White yeah. mice stinking of fags. Yeah. So, um... Did you ever do any nicking thing- of sweets? I didn't. I didn't no, do I never any nicked any sweets. sweets no. I wasn't really a nick. I did nicking no. once, which I've talked about. Well, that was like when I was a bit older and we went up west and mm. uh, I went into a toy shop in Covent Garden and I nicked a, ba- a bouncy ball and I got caught. <laughs> I got fucking caught. But the Shit. geezer took pity on me because yeah. I think I fell to pieces so badly yeah. having, having been caught that he was just like, I remember him saying to me, he went, I'll give you the squeeze this time. He was a good bloke. But I've to- I've, I think I've told you this. I went home and I was in a really glum mood. And my mum came into my bedroom and said, what's the matter? And I went, nothing, I'm fine. And she was like, no, what's, what's the matter? You're acting like a right soppy cunt. What's the matter with you? And I just suddenly gave it like this. <laughs> I took a bouncy ball and I got caught. <laughs> I pressed the whole thing. And quite obviously, my mum being my mum was like, more like sort of you silly cunt. What you get caught for, rather than <laughs> rather than yeah. why are you crying or yeah. why did you? You know, she was a bit like, don't fucking cry. I mean, you know, you nicked, you got caught. Learn yeah. your lesson for next time. Brush yourself <laughs> down, and caught. next time be a little bit more lively. <laughs> but there was yeah, no, no next I'd, time. I'd, I never nicked anything. I was always a good boy. I was a good. Boy, just the yeah, whole I was a fear of getting caught would, would just yeah. Well, know, that's I, it. I, I mean, for me, thrill of trying to stuff. I just couldn't be asked with the. There wasn't enough to be gained from the theft in comparison yeah, yeah. to what there could be lost in reputational damage <laughs> and liberty <laughs> for being caught. Because I thought, well, I think a lot of the kids, some you know, none of the, the child thieves that I knew were mm. stealing for necessity, right? Yeah, because most of the theft is like sweets and shit like that, right? Or when you get older, people would nick porno mags. But like, you know, you don't need sweets to survive. If they were nicking because they had to nick because they couldn't afford to eat or something, that's different. So therefore, a lot of these child thieves 
were doing it because they thought it made them look rebellious and tough, right? Mm. Which is something that a lot of kids want. I didn't want that enough. I didn't see... There wasn't... I mean, I wouldn't say I didn't care about being seen, being seen to be rebellious and tough because everyone likes that a little bit, right? Mm. But I didn't... It didn't seem sufficiently tempting. Like, I wasn't like, yeah, I, want, I was a bit more like this, mate. I wouldn't mind being seen as a little bit rebellious and tough. Yeah. But are you willing to put your freedom on the line for it? No. I'm not. It doesn't mean that much to me. On that one occasion, you were, because that lust for the bounty ball It was, yeah. It was such a good ball. Do you know what it was called? I remember it was called a horror ball. Because what it was, was it was a scary head of like a mutant monster. Right, yeah. But you could, but it, it, so it was, in that sense, it was just like a scary thing, which is yeah. cool. But also it was extra bouncy. And was it, so. Was, was it one of those really small, really dense ones that bounced yeah, all over the fucking place? Yeah, yeah. Place? Like, pro, not like hell. a normal bouncy ball. One of mm. those extra bouncy ball. I wouldn't, Jesus. I wouldn't have nicked just a normal ball. No. One that just bounced a at a normal ball. height. This was one of those ones that you could just drop and it would fucking bounce above your head. And the yeah. way in which I nicked it, was that I was bouncing in the shop and it was a toy shop where that sort of thing was allowed. They encouraged kids to fuck around with the toys. I swallowed and it. I, <laughs> I bounced it. I bounced it once, twice, thrice. And on the third time, I'd had a good fucking pipe about to see no one was watching and I caught the cunt in my pocket. Whoops. Yeah. And then I fucked off out. But my fatal error... <laughs> my fatal error was I hung around near the toy shop for too long afterwards because I was waiting for my mates to come out. And mm. they'd been nicking too. And when they came out, the security guard followed them, Go caught on, them, and then goes to me, Oi, what have you got as well? Turn out your pockets. Now, if I'd fucking tapped into my inner timbrel, I could have walked because I was out of it. I'm out of your jurisdiction. <laughs> What's in my pockets is none of your concern. Good day. <laughs> Which would have, I would have been within my rights, wouldn't I? You can't just yeah. fucking walk up to me in the street outside yeah. the shop and say, show me what's in your pockets. Yeah, he didn't see you nick anything, so he's got no reason to fucking. But I completely. Ah, it's a bouncy ball, it's I a stole it. Ball. <laughs> it works on two levels. <laughs> can't you see why I was tempted? That's why I took it's it. scary, but also extra bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to do? You shouldn't lay such temptation in my path. <laughs> Surely you can't blame me. <laughs> Fuck it up. He let me yeah. go. How pitiful is that? He was a security guard. His job was to catch thieves. And let's be honest, mainly child thieves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can imagine in the interview, they'd go, right. Now, listen, have you got a problem with catch catch capturing children yeah and and having them punished mm. to the full Love extent it. of the law because <laughs> if you have if you've got a thing about seeing that kind of thing of that sort of justice dished out to children then tell us now because this is not the job for you and he would have I'll gone, live for it <laughs> i live for it i love to see <laughs> law-breaking kids punished to the full extent of the law right by I death, want, if there's uh, a... No, uh, death's illegal. We don't I do that the, anymore. I, I really, really want to see the next generation grow up in a crime-free environment. So if I can stop them now from nicking bouncy balls, 
then maybe <laughs> there'll be fewer armed robberies in 15 years, considering yeah. it my public duty. And so he's got the job yeah, on well, that basis. He obviously is, like, generally, he's up for it. But I was so pathetic, so pathetic when I was caught red-handed that mm. he actually thought, despite all of my very strong principles on this matter, mm. I am going to let this little cunt go because this is truly pathetic. Look at him. <laughs> the tears welling up in his eyes. I mean, it's only a fucking horrible... <laughs> and he took the ball back off you, yeah? He didn't let you off with it. He didn't, but what I did was I said I'd bought it. I said, right. I bought it. That was my only, like, I had to say something. I mean, yeah. I, I, I bought, I might have said something really shit like, I think I bought it. I think I did. I can't remember now. You're confusing me. <laughs> You're asking so many questions. I Stop bought asking it questions. I bought it at another shop nearby last week and I've just been carrying it around with me. It's I a produced, coincidence. He said, he said, let me see the receipt. And I produced a receipt from my pocket that was probably a receipt for something else. He examined it. He looked at the ball. He examined the receipt. My heart was pounding. And he eventually said, I'll give you the squeeze this time. I remember Ooh, that squeeze. word he used. Yeah, because my mate who was there with me, we always remembered that phrase and repeated it to each other many times for Don't years squeeze to come. me. Oh, on. <laughs> Does that mean you're letting me go? I don't speak street talk. <laughs> My mother says I'm to learn, but I just can't keep up with it. It's forever changing. <laughs> and uh, he, so he, but he took the ball. And accepted the receipt excuse. Now, if I was serious that I had bought it, then why would I have let him take the ball back? Exactly. So we both knew what was going on. He was basically saying, mate, you would never, you wouldn't last five fucking minutes inside Feltham Young Offenders Institute. (laughs) And for that reason, I'm letting you go. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, he probably knew you'd shit it and never never do it again. Lad like you, pretty boy like you. You wouldn't last five minutes, mate. They'd have you branded. <clears throat> but we we lived about half a mile away from what was called a naughty boys' home or a boss' oh. at the time. So obviously that was always looming large over you. That if you'd you did go anything, to the you'd naughty end up in boys' there. home. You would put you in the naughty boys' home, um, and tales of stuff that went on behind the behind the walls of the naughty yeah. boys' home. You just didn't want to fucking end up there. Well, don't forget, what, uh, I used to deliver milk to Feltham Young Offenders Institute yeah. with Archie Buchanan. Yeah. And he said to me when I said, we only had one crate of cartons. And I said, why is it all bottles apart from one crate of cartons? He goes, that's for the Young Offenders Institute. And I said, <laughs> why can't they have bottles like everyone else, Archie? Because they will use the glass to attack each other or maybe even themselves. And I was like, <laughs> I was only about nine when he told me that. <laughs> Why would someone attack themselves? Oh my goodness! With a milk bottle. <laughs> Stop saying that, Archie, or I'll tell Mother that you scared me. <laughs> so you can imagine, having oh, had God. that glimpse into what was going down yeah. at Feltham, when I got caught for nicking a horrible, I was like, "Well, this is it now. I'm going to be yeah. in Feltham having to deal with people wielding milk bottles." <laughs> Drinking milk out of a carton. I hope they're still delivering the cartons to Felton <laughs> like they did when I was on the rounds. <laughs> I hope budget cuts haven't meant them. They've had to go back to glass bottles. 
<laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, God. Um, we should probably crack on with the Roy the Rover story. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Any, anyway, so it's Kenny's hat trick on the front page. And um, we get into the Roy the Rover story and it gives us a little... Uh, tells us what's going on. Although Melchester Rovers had slumped to an astonishing defeat in the opening match of the season, uh, Roy refused to plunge into the transfer market because he'd been offered two million from the board of directors and he went, no, no, no need for that. I might need it, but not for buying players. Um, later, as he checked on the form of striker Kenny Logan in a Rovers A-team game against Rokesford, Rokeford rather, another player caught Roy's eye. And and it is, it's, um, what's his name again? Andy Locke, playing in the blue of Rokeford and he's just slaloming through the entire mm. Rovers A-team. One of them's on the ground, the other two are lunging at him and he's just got a big smile on his face. Um, big crowd here for this A-team game. A few gaps in the crowd, but not many. Uh, and, of course, the Lampards are there. Uh, one says, What's he trying to do? Beat every player on the park? Someone else says, Use the ball, kid! Don't be so selfish! He's it's like, a team game! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a circus! <laughs> um, and then it says, The black youngsters' teammates were screaming for the ball. Now that's obviously strange that time. they felt the need to specify his um, yeah. ethnicity. Mm. Very much of its time, um, but he's just running into the box with it on the left hand side, um, and his teammate shouts, "Now, Andy! Now! Uh, a quick cross, and Melchester are in trouble!" Shouts someone in the crowd. But no, oops! He shouts as um, someone slides in on him. And takes the ball. It's a beautiful slide tackle, that. Probably get an immediate yellow for that these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bloody football. Fucking, fucking game's gone, innit? And um, a Lampard shouts, Typical! Young Locke doesn't understand the meaning of teamwork. Fucking hell, man. Jalapeño. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. And Roy's there watching with Blackie. And Blackie says, it looks as if he wanted to score himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, you're right, Blackie, yeah. <laughs> it's a pity, Roy. He seems to have plenty of skill. And Roy says, you can say that again. What I can't understand is that the Rovers have the finest talent spotting organisation in the game. So why haven't we heard about Master Andy Locke before? Is this I'll true or is he just deluded? Is he just deluded? Does he just think that Melchester think that is the he best d- at everything? 
I think that he's not a hands on he's not like one of these managers who's got his his tentacles like Arsene Wenger used to be into every last yeah. aspect of the club I think Roy like he's, he basically he lets what's his name who's the general manager I always forget his name Ben Galloway I think he lets Ben Galloway do 90% of it and he fucking rocks up plays in a game plays in a game he picks the mm. team but the, let's be honest there's hardly ever any changes to the team he lets Taffy Morgan run most of the training, right? From what we see of the training, Taffy's mm. usually running it, right? He's also Roy, a physio. <laughs> Roy occasionally loses his temper and demands that they do something really fucking weird, doesn't he? Like, yeah. right, you're all fucking playing inside a big box I've built, <laughs> right? Because you're all useless. This will work. I'm going down the feathers. Get inside that box, right? When I come back, you better have been proved. Um, but on the whole, he lets Taffy do that. He lets Ben Galloway do the, all the admin and stuff. He just turns up and looks good on a Saturday and usually scores and a hat. Carries carries the team. Well, exactly. They and, got fucking relegated two years ago. So exactly. How and the rest really? of the stuff, he just asks and people just tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. Right. Now, what about, what do you call it? What do you call the lads who go out and look for other players? What they're called again? <laughs> scouts, Roy. Yeah, scouts. What we got? What, how's our scouting set up? Oh, it's the best in the land, Roy. Good, the, as I thought. Roy, Roy we've know. got the finest talent spotted organisation in the game. Uh, Great. I'm going to show you that. God, that'll do me. Does that mean <laughs> the kids uh, rolling good, in? The, the last thing I don't fuck. The last thing I don't want. The last thing I need is to turn up. Have to turn up on fucking cold Wednesday nights at other fucking clubs and watch fucking tedious games of. I fucking hate football. I mean. I were, I were blessed with a God-given gift to play it, but watch it. Fucking oh, hell. It's just a job. Do you know what I mean? It's a means to an fucking paint dry. I thought, how can I get myself an helicopter and a bedroom <laughs> with a balcony on it? I thought football. <laughs> I thought football or boxing. And I don't fancy getting punched in the face for a living. So here I, I am. I mean, there's lots of things I could have excelled at. Every sport, pretty much every sport, Except for anything involving horses, because I'm not keen on them. Don't ask why. It was something to do with my childhood, right? Uh, I could have been an elite soldier, but that actually doesn't pay as much as it should. If it were down to me, soldiers would be the best-paid people in the country. But unfortunately, it's not the most lucrative. I could have been a mercenary soldier. Now that, there is good money in, and I might still do that when I'm retired for a bit of action like but for now, I'm here watching Belchester's 18 play and wondering why we haven't seen Andy Locke before. Um, so then uh, there's a Manchester player running with the ball and Locke takes him out from behind. Um, nasty late tackle. That's why he's too greedy, too flashy and reckless with it. Oh, Some fucking casual, casual racism going on here. Casual yeah. racism going on, I think, in the crowd. Um and uh, it's but Roy let's see how so he sure. performs when the weather becomes slightly chillier. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Roy wasn't so sure. Roy says maybe it's a case of sheer over enthusiasm and need to be involved in the game all of the time. I understand that myself <laughs> as a control freak uh, and narcissist. As Melchester took the free kick, it comes over and. Um, one of the defenders shouts, that's mine. But Andy Locke can't help himself. He's running to uh, clear it as well. What's Locke doing? Can't he see Ian's got it covered? 
Ian. Ian's ball. It's this crowd member referring to players by their first name. Ian. Ian will deal with this. I'm sure of it. You can always uh, depend on Ian. <laughs> when it comes to the A team, anyway. He's not good enough for the first team, but very dependable at this le- lesser level. Uh, Ian does indeed head the ball, but he's barged by uh, Andy Locke as he does it. And he goes, Why, you stupid? And then it cuts him off with a dot, dot, dot. Uh, don't know the end of that sentence, do you? Yeah, we don't want... No, exactly. Um, and Roy says, See what I mean, Blackie? Um, someone shouts, Loose ball! And Kenny Logan... <laughs> loose ball! <laughs> loose ball! <laughs> Everyone, look! Loose ball! What will happen next? <laughs> I shout loud enough so the players can hear. In many ways, I see myself as the 12th man. (laughs) And Kenny Logan pounced in a flash. It bounces to Logan and he wellies it in the back of the net. Uh, It's there! Shouts loose ball. Uh, Easy goal, says his friend. But he took it well enough. (laughs) Let's see, you do better, you cunt. (laughs) Stood there fucking Monday night. Wanker. And then it says, seeing the ball hit the back of the net seemed to inspire Kenny Logan. Moments later, and he gets another chance. Ball comes into the box. He's about seven yards out. And first time shot past the keeper. No danger. 2-0. That was more like the Kenny Logan we know. His friend shouts, he seemed to pop out of nowhere. Fucking hell. These cunts. Uh, On it goes. As Melchester took command, Andy Locke faded right out of the game. Locke looks like he's in a trance at this point. <laughs> he looks like he's fucking... He's got a cloud of depression hanging over him. He's staring <laughs> into the middle distance. Come on, Andy, chase back. And someone in the crowd says, It's always the same. When the other lot... When the other lot knows in front, he seems to lose heart. Again, I guess I he's feel just not is... cut out for it at this level. I think this is pandering to certain... Stereotypes and tropes of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's just not cut out for football in this country. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, just before the end, though, we see Kenny Logan nod the ball in that we saw on the front cover, but from a different angle. Yes, Kenny's hat trick. I reckon he's done enough to keep his place in the first team. Not fucking up to you, you cunt. And then uh, full time. Blackie says, pretty impressive, eh, Roy? Uh, Roy goes, not bad at all. I think this calls for a trip to the dressing room. I think this calls for a trip to the fucking players' lounge. You know what I mean? I tell you what, we go for the hat-trick. Dressing room, hopefully catch a glimpse of some of these lads naked, see what they've got to offer in that department. (laughs) I have to see that before I can assess whether or not I can promote them. Because one thing I cannot have, Blackie, is anyone in that changing room having a larger penis than me. You know that. <laughs> we'll go down. We'll I've have got... a butcher's at what we can... We'll see what we can see down there. Then we'll go to the players' lounge, see if we can chat up any of their wives. And then, of course, the feathers for a Tuesday night locking, the classic. Anything <laughs> you say, you know, I... <laughs> Hopefully the quiz will be finished by the time we get there and all the nerds are fucked off. And we can get They're some proper drinking cunts. done. 
It better not be fucking curry night as well, because you get a lot of families coming in for that, which is a fucking nightmare. So, you know, one week, someone had the... He must have been a fucking rugby fan or something, but he fucking had the temerity to tell me to mind my language because his kiddies were crying. I said, do you know who the fuck I am? And you know that I own, as of last month, I own, I own 15% of this fucking establishment, cunt. I said, listen, cunt, this is a pub. Do you understand? <laughs> There's no room for children in pubs. Get your fucking little brat out of here so I can sit down properly with my legs spread apart and have a nice good drink. I can undo my flies like I like to <laughs> in my corner chair. And in future, right, instead of asking me to watch my fucking language, why don't you ask your fucking brat to watch her crying? How about that? I don't. If I wanted to hear fucking brats crying, I'd stay at home. <laughs> so uh, as Roy and Blackie went backstage, as it says in inverted commas, let's go backstage. I've got passes. We're all right. I'll go anywhere. And someone, uh, fuck knows who it is, says, look, it's old Roy. I'll bet he's going to congratulate Kenny Logan on his performance. I'm going to go and assess some of the cocks from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here on cock watch duty. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. I'm looking forward to it. If to we don't catch in. them right as they're coming out of the shower, then I'll just tell them. If we're running late, I'll just tell them, right, you've all got to strip off again and get back in the showers. <laughs> So I can have a butcher's. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's going to congratulate Kenny and Blackie looks pensive and thinks, that's what I thought. And then, no. But I was wrong. Roy's heading for the room, for dressing room. He's going to look at their cocks and said, I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> Maybe he made a call ahead and cleared it with their cocks. I don't know, I'm a bit worried about this. Oh, God, he's he's going off piste. Can't believe it. We didn't have this arranged. Maybe he said something to me and I forgot. Maybe I was supposed to arrange this and lay some groundwork. Oh, he's going to be fucking furious with me if I got this wrong. <laughs> I might have to right, dive cons. on him and wrestle him to the ground. <laughs> right, cons. Get it. Right, cons. Stop Drop him. me. <laughs> Just me, Roy Race. Me, lads. As you were. Drop your towels, <laughs> drop your kecks, drop everything. Let's see what you got. Hands on your heads. <laughs> Bend over. It's like going into prison. Time for your de-lousing, cunts. <laughs> you got anything up there, son? Drugs? Mobile phone? <laughs> what? Sweets? Fags? What is it? <laughs> You've got a, a telephone. There, <laughs> I've seen you'd be you'd be astonished. I've seen it all up there before. Uh. A lot. Fire extinguishers, <laughs> copy of the yellow pages, everything. <laughs> the human anus is an incredibly accommodating vessel. <laughs> it's like a if fucking TARDIS. <laughs> if one makes a proper effort. <laughs> um <laughs> And it says then, in next week's instalment, a dressing room dust-up. Yeah, there'll be a dust-up, all right. <laughs> if I don't hell. see what I'm expecting when I walk through that door, <laughs> someone's going to get sparked out. <laughs> so there we go. How many marks out of ten are you giving that? 
10. Oof. Yeah, I'll give it a 9. I'll give it a 9. A couple of other bits that are in here this week. On the Roy Race talking page, um, which, fucking hell, it, it's, it's weird, this. It's, it's very much of its time. There's half a page on Ted Drake, the legendary Arsenal star, um, who didn't sign for Arsenal till 1933. So this is like 50 years before this. Can you imagine a modern day football magazine focusing on something that was 50 years ago? Oh no! Just absolutely no. I mean, they don't even. They probably wouldn't even go back 10 years. Definitely nothing nah. before the Premier League era. It's like here's half a page on what's 50 years ago. Here's half a page on Mick Shannon. Um, no, it wouldn't happen. But anyway, for the top of the page, uh, it says million dollar penny. And um, would you mind telling me where you met your wife, Penny? So asks Keith McManus from County Tyrone, Northern Ireland. <laughs> Bye. You, well, you, what do you, you want to may know have for? reached the age where you're after a bit of funny for yourself. That's perfectly natural. And you want to know where the good hotspots are. You want to go down there and have a look yourself. Quite right. Well, I didn't meet her in a public establishment or uh, a nightclub, as you might have imagined. He says, she became employed on the secretarial side of Melchester Rovers during the early 70s. I took more than a passing interest in her about two years before we got married. I fucking hounded her. <laughs> Sometimes you've got a. I was a fucking nightmare. I hung around outside her house. I found out. Down. I found out where she hung about with her mates. I knew the ropes she took home. Wherever she turned, there I was like a bad fucking penny. As you know, her mother hates me and I don't blame her. I was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> He says, he says, the marriage took place in May 1976, and as you know, we now have three fine children. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking of putting that in inverted commas. What do you think? No, no, they're not all not fine, right. obviously. There's there's problems with a lad, but we're working on him. And then he says, <laughs> Penny's been I a do grim- have an affection for him. Love is a, is a big word. I may not be ready to yet use that word, but affection, yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, he says that. He says, Penny's been a great boost to me. <laughs> How would you describe your wife, Roy? She's been a great boost. She's been a great boost. She's a hard worker. I'll give her that. Yeah. Surprisingly she, she... strong, especially in the winter months and harvesting months. <laughs> She'll really keep going. Uh, he says, to use an Amer- amusing American term, she's a million-dollar baby. <laughs> What? <laughs> is that enough? Is that, that is, fine? I, I'm not prepared to answer any further questions <laughs> on my spouse. Uh, and then in the phone call of the week, which is always entertaining, uh, it's from Kenneth Clark. He says, my lucky winner this week lives in London, N15, and rang in to say, I'm 13 and my favourite stories are Tommy's Troubles and Durrell's Palace. It was a shame that the safest hands in soccer went. It was great. But Space Invader is a good replacement. I don't really dislike any of the stories, but I think the hard man artwork makes the story difficult to believe. Altogether, I consider Royal the Rovers as the greatest comic ever. I always look forward to the next week's issue. Keep up the good work. And then Roy adds, I must stress that voting for the safest hands in soccer had gone down considerably. Now it's been replaced. Readers are mourning its passing. There's just no pla- typical. There's just no pleasing some of you little cunts, is there? Make your fucking minds up. 
This is what I say. You cannot run a magazine by committee. <laughs> this whole fucking thing where you ask readers for opinions is a waste of fucking time. If they know so much, they'd have their own magazine, wouldn't they? But no, that's how they do things. I'm not the uh, overall editor, but uh, I probably should be soon. Uh, and then he says, anyway, Kenneth, you win £3. Well done. So there we go. Uh, that's it from this one. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, always explore the possibilities of your anus. You can be your own man of the match every week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.